0: Rodkin. It is great to be with you. This is the Jewish Growth Podcast. This past weekend, I had the opportunity to visit my parents in Massachusetts, and a meaningful part of this experience was sharing my roots with our kids. In fact, my parents' living room walls are covered with pictures of previous generations of our family, from my grandparents, and really back a few generations. Giving my kids the opportunity to see these photos of our immigrant ancestors on the wall is a blessing. My kids can gain an appreciation that we come from earlier generations with struggles and accomplishments that we're not familiar with. Something we all desire is connection to our roots. Part of living as a Jew means that the Torah gives us big ideas to live by. But another part of it is that the Torah gives us roots. The Torah provides us with mitzvot that root us in our Jewish past and ultimately in Hashem. As Moshe recounts the experience of the past 40 years in Sefer Devarim, the Torah connects the experience of the Jewish people in the wilderness to the bigger picture of why we exist. Moshe instructs us to remember the entire road that Hashem led us on for 40 years in the wilderness. God took us on this path to test us and to know what is in our heart. As Moshe explains, he afflicted you and let you hunger, then he fed you the manna that you did not know, nor did your fathers know. In order to make you know that not by bread alone does a man live, rather by everything that emanates from the mouth of God does a man live. How does the manna, the man, teach us that we do not live by bread alone? The Torah emphasizes in several places that the nature of the man was that it was coming every day in a set portion. This was not a food that we would gather and store away and feel trust that we have a stocked freezer. Instead, we trusted in God every single day that he would open up his hand in the right time to sustain us. And so the Mun was not just a tactical way of feeding the Jews. It was a bread of faith that taught us about having a relationship with God. It was a path of trust that we walked on for 40 years. And importantly, the Torah emphasizes that we do not live by bread alone, but rather by all that emanates from the mouth of God. This is a great foundation. Man is more than a physical being. We need more than bread. We need to consume what comes from fi Hashem, the mouth of God. And likewise, the prophet Amos foresees a time when all of mankind will experience such a sense of spiritual hunger. He says, "Lo In those days, it will not be a hunger for bread, nor thirst for water, ki imlishmoa but rather to hear the words of God. And the Mishnah too teaches us that kamach in Torah, if there's no flour, there is no Torah. in kamach. On the other hand, if there's no Torah, there is no flour. In other words, we need flour bread, we need bread to sustain ourselves if we want to learn Torah. But if there's no Torah, if we've only bread, then our lives lack meaning. Without the Torah, without the word of God, eating bread is an empty experience. And this is the deeper human hunger that Moshe is speaking about to the Jewish people in the wilderness. But what does the Torah do with this? The answer is the Torah takes this idea and it gives us a concrete action so we can get rooted in the concept. First, the Torah praises the land of Israel. It says, For Hashem, your God, is bringing you to a good land. Hashem, Elokech, HaMaviyach, its tova, HaRetz Nachle Mayim. A land with streams of water, of springs, underground water coming forth in valley and mountain. A land of wheat, barley, grape, fig, pomegranate. A land of olive oils and date honey. Where you will eat bread without poverty, via of a savata. And it says you will eat and be satisfied, and you shall bless Hashem your God, about the good land that God has given you. The Talmud teaches us that these verses really form the obligation of birkas mazon, or thanking God with benching when we eat a bread meal. The entire seventh chapter of Brachos in the Talmud is devoted to the laws of this topic. And to this day, we thank the Almighty every single time that we eat. And so we begin with a great idea. Man needs more than bread. We need to know that our lives are imbued with the meaning of Torah. This great idea, then, is expressed in a concrete action, verbally expressing gratitude towards God. There's been many great philosophers who believe in Hashem, but Judaism teaches us that belief is not enough. I was thinking about this while spending a few minutes reading Hebrew with my six-year-old daughter on the couch over Shabbos, actually when I was with my parents. And many people enjoy the pleasure of reading or learning by themselves on their own level. But what a pleasure it was to help my daughter connect to the beautiful letters of the Torah that will root her in Hashem for decades to come. However much philosophy she may or may not study as an adult, I know, I hope she, was all, she will always be rooted in these letters of the Aleph Beys. The big ideas of Judaism are paramount wisdom that we need in our lives. But we also need concrete actions expressing the ideas so it becomes part of us. In fact, the Mishnah Pirkei Avos teaches us, Kol Masa Anyone whose wisdom is greater than their deeds, what are they similar to? The Mishnah answers, to a tree, whose branches are many and roots are few, and the wind is liable to come along and topple them over. But on the other hand, mm-hmm. someone whose deeds are greater than their wisdom, doma, what are they similar to? The Mishnah says, to a tree whose branches are few and whose roots are many, all the winds of the world cannot come along and blow it over. And so here we have two situations. Either you have more wisdom than deeds, or more deeds than wisdom. And explaining these two types of people, the Mishnah references a chapter in Yirmiyahu where the prophet Jeremiah contrasts two trees. First, Yirmiyahu references a person who puts his trust in flesh and blood, and then it becomes a lone tree in the desert that can topple over. But in contrast, the person who trusts in God and performs mitzvot will be like a tree planted near water which spreads its roots along a brook. That's the person about who it says, kol rukos ba'olam v'no'sh All the winds can come along and blow at that person. Ve'in m'zizin otomim komo. They will not uproot them from their place. And that image of that healthy tree It's really an image which is referenced in the end of Benching when we talk about that person who trusts in God, and God is their strength. And so the Mishnah, with support from verses in Jeremiah, is saying that a person has wisdom and they have deeds. Wisdom is like branches that reach up to the heavens, and deeds are like roots that keep us grounded. For example, the notion that God sustains us. It's something greater than bread. That is wisdom. It's a beautiful idea. But if a person has only ideas, then they can easily lose their connection. They can become uprooted from Torah because the beautiful ideas have no expression in this world. That's why we have mitzvot, to anchor us and express the big ideas. And now we can better appreciate the sequence of the passage where Moshe commands the Jewish people in and HaSemazan Benching. First, God tells us there's a great idea. Man lives by what emanates from the mouth of God. But then the Torah gives us an action. What could be more physical than eating? To bake bread, a a delicious challah, or a sandwich, and eat it. It's the most basic thing we do to sustain ourselves. And for many professors of philosophy, for priests, or spiritual gurus, Bread has no connection to our inner spiritual world. But the Torah emphatically teaches us that food is paramount to our spiritual success. After you know that there is a God now in your most physical of actions, use your capacity of speech to utter words of thanks. Pick up an Y bencher and articulate the words, consider the message of the fourth blessing that our sages instituted, known as a Tova Metiv. It says, there, who hate, who who God did good. He does good, he will do good with us. hu la ad. God was bountiful with us. He is bountiful with us. He will forever be bountiful with us. And so the birgasamazan provides us with something that no treatise of philosophy will ever offer. It takes the concept that there is a good God and a bountiful world and it gives us the words to make it part of our conscious. This pushes us to recognize the incredible bounty around us. It's so important to our well-being to focus on the blessing that surrounds us. Such a mind frame gives us the capacity to live and experience blessing. And that is a gift the Torah gives us, an actual template that roots us in the belief in God and godly and bountiful thinking. And this idea can be seen across Jewish observance. When we find a mitzvah in, in the Torah, realize it's a gift. When we wake up and recite morning blessings, it's a mindset that roots us in God. In fact, the conclusion of blessing quotes this verse from Yirmiyahu that we know. Baruch ha-gever bahasham, miftacho Blessed is the one who trusts in God. God will be their security. But now we know why. The one who trusts in God to actions of mitzvot. And when we perform mitzvot, we will not only know about the big ideas of Torah, of Judaism, but our physical lives will actually be connected to our truest roots and the creator of the universe. Thanks for being with me. I'm Ken Brodkin. And this is the Jewish Growth Podcast.